Welcome one, welcome all to another episode of the Flow Podcast. My name is Ayo, and in this podcast, we're just going to be talking about uh, recent events within our country. And, you know, I have the absolute pleasure of speaking with a couple of my brothers who are going to offer a lot of insight on, you know, what's going on. Um, so today I have the absolute pleasure of bringing in a special guest, my brother, Baba Tunde, a.k.a. David. David, go ahead and introduce yourself <laughs> to the people. Hey, how y'all doing today, man? Um, my name is David. Um, yes, sir. Instagram, yes, sir. we have Baba Tunde, but it's a, a dot yes, between the first B and the, and the A. Um, I'm glad to be here. Talking about the barber have... page. Oh, yeah. Talking about, about the barber page, man. It's Baba Tunde. Yes, uh, sir. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Follow me on there, man. Thank you guys for having me. Let's go. <laughs> most deaf, most deaf. It's a pleasure. Yes, sir. The one and only, but hey, G O A T. Hey, let him know. Let him know. <laughs> yeah, can I introduce myself now? Yes, sir. Hey, hey, hey man, you already know the you know, you know the vibe. Just your boy T Moses, hey, T Moses Eleven X. Follow my barber page too, Timmy hey, Trims. You know the vibe. Timmy Trims. Say nah, <laughs> but nah, it's it's Timmy here. Um, it's a pleasure to be here again. Um, yeah, man, I'm excited for this this conversation that we about to have. It's, hey, it's, it's, yes, it's hot. It's hot. Hi guys, I'm Chubby. Um, follow me on Instagram and Twitter at Chubby U C H U B B I U. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, so, yeah, as y'all know, um, we all know what's going on within the country. And, I mean, we pray that, you know, if you don't, uh, hopefully you haven't been living under a rock. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, we're just here to talk about everything regarding, you know, the death of George Floyd, you know, the shedding of innocent blood and um, really all the protests that have been going on with, you know, Black Lives Matter. <laughs> and everything else kind of regarding this issue. Um, so to kind of just give a brief background on, you know, kind of what went down. Um, obviously, there was a video that surfaced on social media of a white police officer who had came to basically stop uh, this black man for a forged check. And, you know, um, the arrest was taking place and everything. All of a sudden, um, it kind of turned out into what I call uh, pretty much murder, where you see a video of a white cop literally putting his knee in a black man's neck. Um, and the black man is screaming for air. He's screaming that I can't breathe, even calling out for his mother. And, you know, who was already dead. Yeah, the video lasted, what, about eight, nine minutes, um, literally featuring his lifeless body towards the end. And, uh, yeah, I think overall, um, a lot of people are really just um, distraught. You know, they're full of just a lot of pain. There's a lot of grief going around, and there's a lot of mixed emotions. Like, people just don't know how to really um, deal with this. So um, why don't we just go ahead and get into, you know, uh, the video, the surface, and, you know, our takes on everything that happened. Yeah, bro. Um. <laughs> I think we can all clearly say that that was murder. Like, that was murder. That was homicide. That was intentional. Like, that was intentional. Like, what really blew me was, for one, the fact that um they looked back and when they, like, actually did the research and watched the video again, they saw that his mom was already dead. You know, this is a man who whose mom died a couple years back, and he's screaming for his mom. <laughs> mom, mom, you know, I need you pretty much. And he's calling out for breath fresh air and if not for this video we, we all know what would have happened it would have been just like every other case in the past they would have just said oh it was suicide or just you know put it under the rug like this man lost and they said he was resisting they lied about him resisting they lied in the autopsy mm -hmm. they lied about everything and it's like if not for the protest if not for us um going out and talking about it what, what would have happened you feel me mm. but yeah man just this whole thing just really speaks volume about this nation about the, the system and the systemic oppression racism that we face day and night yeah, <clears throat> yeah um just going up what you said um it was clearly murder uh i don't think that there's any discussion debate about it and the fact that i'm seeing i've been reading about i don't know if y'all peeped how uh they knew each other before this actually took yeah. place 
Um, yeah. So that that's enough to make it first degree. <laughs> so I'm curious <laughs> why it's not first degree. I, honestly, I don't know why it was even third degree at first. Like that that blew that's me. What I'm saying. So um, yeah, man, I'm just glad that we're talking about it now, and I just hope that this this doesn't die down. Like people remember this, mm-hmm. whether it's this, whether it's Ahmad Arbery or Breonna Taylor. Like we just remember um, what's been going on, so that we'll actually see change happen. Yeah. Yo, I know it's crazy. Mm-hmm. If you go on Google and you search George Floyd, like the first thing you might see is George Floyd criminal past. Actually, I, I peeped that. Yeah. Someone told me I saw that on, on Instagram. It was crazy. What's 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 up with that? Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> yeah, and I think that like I think that just adds on to you know the the almost demonization of black men within America. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously, for our listeners, if you don't know, you know, we we all are black men here in this country. And, um, you know, this it really hits close to home because, like, you know, the more you think about it, the more you think that this could have easily been, you know, a friend, you know, a brother, mm-hmm. like, whomever, you know, someone within your immediate circle. So, you know, it just... It just brings more and more pain, honestly, just thinking about it because it's just like these cases come like way too frequently. You know what I mean? It's like, you know, they keep on coming without end. So, like, you know, people. Are- Bro, like literally the week before that was when um the video of Ahmed Arbery like popped up. Yeah. And I think around that same time, Breonna Taylor. Yeah. Um, You know, it's crazy. Like, I literally just found out, I think, was it last week? A couple of days ago, a couple of weeks ago, something like that. That the whole Ahmed Arbery case, he died like it was in February, either February or January. Mm-hmm. But yeah, and we're just now seeing about it in what May. Yeah, it's because the video came out. Yeah, that's crazy. Mm-hmm. And it just shows that, bro, like there's so many other cases just like this. Mm-hmm. Just like this. If not for people talking about it, those, the white supremacists will still be walking free just like today. Like, whites, mm-hmm. that's. Oh my god. I didn't have a question though. So I don't know if you peep people talk bringing up um the fact that this isn't it, it it has to do with race, but they say it's more of a police brutality issue. Uh what do y'all what do y'all think about that? They say it's just brutality, not really like race because white people or other ethnic groups are getting killed too, but it's just not not all, not all recorded. Mm. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I would say like I would say definitely like police brutality in itself, you know, that's that's something that definitely um, impacts like people of different races and stuff like that. Yes, that is true. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the end of the day, what we're looking at is the frequency that it happens to people of color, specifically people of, you know, uh, black or African descent, you know, and it's it's something that has just continued to go on and on. And it's like, it doesn't seem to have an end, you know what I mean? And these things are getting captured, you know? You're seeing how people are literally getting, like, basically slaughtered, you mm-hmm. know, uh, by police officers. So it's just like, you know, while, you know, there may be the people out there who are screaming all lives matter and everything like that, like, yes, you know, that is true. All <laughs> oh lives do matter, gosh. you know what I mean? It's such an ignorant statement. In this current moment in time right now, uh, we have literally a specific group of people that is experiencing injustice at such a high rate you know like a really unprecedented rate um so i think that that's the thing that you know uh people just have to keep in mind you know what i mean it's funny that you bring that up because i was just talking to my sister about that earlier um police brutality um the issue behind that is and this goes into psychology you know you could take a decent humane person um, you give them power and authority and you see how that changes them. You know, like the thing about it is that it, it gives people power. And once people have power, it tends to corrupt them. So um, it makes sense for them to say it's not even about race, because once you put a man in power, if that man's heart is isn't in the right place, you know, like it, it really reveals who, who they are. And the type of person that they were, you know, even before they had that mm-hmm. power, you know, um, I think there's a saying, it's like, what is that saying? You know what I'm trying to say? Um, right. You put a man in power, you see who his heart is. So, um, yeah, that's the thing about, you know, the the justice system. You know, once you give people power, they tend to do things that is beyond, you know, what they really would do if they did not have that position. But then again, there's 
that's the thing though you know white supremacy is you could say it's a separate issue but it but it becomes a problem when you see those white supremacists in the yeah. justice system you feel me but i don't know if you guys have seen that one um picture it's it's basically like a kkk man right mm-hmm. but underneath his gown he has on a police outfit with a gun and i don't know if y'all seen that. that but basically it just yeah it's just basically describing how you know these white supremacists are in our police system you know in the justice department so at the end of the day it can be two separate problems but then again it could be just one issue and you see a large majority of the police brutality especially the ones happening towards um african americans you know it's most of the time it's a white man you know sometimes hispanic but you know if you look at the whole um like you were saying um eric garner um michael brown like it, the list goes on what's his name Philando castile it, you know it's it's always a white man behind it and then the crazy thing is their defense towards it oh my life was threatened i felt da- in danger you know and it's it's just it, it really it's man it's it, it hurts it, it hurts but yes yeah, that's that's a good question that you brought up though yeah and i think i think you briefly touched on this but like you were talking about the heart and i think I think one thing that I really want people to kind of get clear on with all of this is that, and this is this is just me, but like I really don't think the issue is with white people, you know, themselves, you know, because like yeah. <laughs> it's more than just you know um, white people or police or anything like that. Like, this is a heart issue at the end of the day, you know what I mean? Like this has to deal with you know the heart of people who literally have like. A burning hatred within them you know and there's a spirit within that and the bible lets us know that you know uh we don't battle against flesh and blood but you know powers and principalities you know rulers within the unseen world so it's like you know this is it's more than you know this physical realm um like what's going on is beyond the physical um there's some spiritual stuff going on here like it's it's real life spiritual warfare and people are just practicing evil behavior that you know, it's just causing them to, you know, continue to carry these acts out, you know, with no remorse or anything like that. Um, and I think that that's where, like, the real, like, that's where the real pain lies, you know what I mean? Because it's like, you know, once that spirit goes unchecked, like, you know, it just, it runs rampant, you know? And we see it that, you know, again, so many black brothers and sisters are just losing their lives due to injustice. And, you know, it's it's just saddening. But... I personally believe that it's racism um, between... Like, you asked the question if it was either police brutality or racism. Like you said, they're both issues. They're both very prominent issues. But I believe it's race, racism. Mm -hmm. Uh, Racism is really what's driving it. Like you said, is the heart. What's in their heart? If they already have... Like, racism is a belief system. Racism is something that that develops within. It's not like... It's not only outward. It starts within. Like, it starts with you intentionally judging Mm -hmm. or you intentionally placing yourself as superior over, uh, like, another race. Or... Yes, yeah, it's pretty much taught. It's like taught and then brought down. Exactly. So it's like mm-hmm. they already have this with them, and so ha- they so happen to be in power, which is unfortunate. But they they they're in high places, right? And they can they can use those places against us if that makes sense. Not really. Like they can they can act off of the place that they're at. Like they have they have access to weapons. They have access and authority to do such things. Like a police officer, they have a lot of like you know power in a sense, like, in that particular moment, mm. a lot could be happening, and if you already have mm. that, like, if you already hate the person, if you already hate a person, because it's not even a matter of dislike, or a matter of thinking that you're better, because racism is a whole, like, racism, at the end of the day, is hatred. I believe that it's hatred, because it's like, mm-hmm. there's no way that you can, you, you, like, you can't like, it doesn't make any sense, it's like, you, you already programmed your mind to mm-hmm. believe that you're better than, like, you're better at an advantage, the whole concept mm-hmm. of racism is mm-hmm. funny to me because it, it doesn't make any sense. It really doesn't. And then, I, I don't know, it just really doesn't make any sense. But it's like, they, they use this terminology against mm-hmm. us. I don't know what makes them believe that they're better, but I mean, they have this ideology and they teach their younger generations. And that, that's why it's that's why this thing has been happening for so long. That's why this thing has been happening. That's why, like, this, that's why it's not new because we've we've seen this happen. Even when we were, were probably toddlers, you you heard uh, what you call another person, somebody got shot. Someone like I don't know, like all these things have been happening before. Now it's just like now yeah. we're it's like 
now is a like now we're seeing it like we're seeing it more and more and we're actually living through mm-hmm. it if that makes sense so it really hits differently um yeah, yeah. it's just <laughs> yeah that's just my take on it i'm really seeing it like i'm seeing it for what it is like not only am i reading it in books i'm reading like you know how how racism led to slavery how sl- oh, slavery then racism after slavery we like you know seeing like reading what has happened four or three years ago mm-hmm. and now we're seeing mm-hmm. like you know the ripple effect of what happened and it's like we're now seeing okay cool this is still here this is still an issue um yeah it's just like it's still mind baffling seeing that this actually is an issue this thing has been going on for many years and it, there's still no end to it mm-hmm. and it's, it's just it's not it's not like we it's like we did nothing i don't know if that makes sense like we're doing nothing and we get we're getting persecuted for doing nothing it, it doesn't make any sense yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And, and I, I I like what you what you basically said about um just the ties with racism and um police brutality and that that reminded me of a few things um like honestly you're right it, it really goes hand in hand uh, if we even look at the foundation of the nation itself we see that this nation was built on slavery it was built on oppression you know um and <laughs> that goes back to so much like that itself is spiritual. Um, but yeah, you said something, Chidi, that really, um, just reminded me of something. Um, for one, um, if you, hold on, bro, let me even think about what I'm saying. Um, this nation, right? Yeah, that's what Mm -hmm. it is. That's what it is. Okay. (laughs) This nation, right? It was about 400 years ago that they brought slaves into the, into the, into the Americas, um, 1619, I believe. And it wasn't until about 1863 that I believe that was when the the Emancipation Proclamation was um, signed. But then it was 1865 when um, the 13th Amendment was ratified. Uh, I think it was December 6th. Um, But if you look, like, even through then, like, that's where you begin to see the foundation and just the, um, the suppression of racism. And then you see that, okay, black people, even though they were freed as slaves, if you read the 13th Amendment, you see that there's that unless, you know, it, it says that, you know, slaves and indentured servants are hereby deemed freed men. But then they say unless, basically saying that unless they're criminals or unless they're found upon criminal charges. And then you begin to see a lot of white men, um, a lot of, you know, police officers arresting black men and black women intentionally for petty crimes like loitering or you know just dumb things so they just make up a lie and because there's that racism um instilled in them um they begin to there's that racism instilled in them they begin to you know basically burn slaves so then you see that slavery continues for another you know what 40 plus years you know and then you now see the foundation of jim crow laws and Mm -hmm. segregation basically like what you were saying like since the very beginning we see racism um prejudice discrimination literally embedded in our institutions and in the judiciary system and everything you feel me and they you know you guys we all know about the the what's it the tulsa tulsa massacre and yeah like it's 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 just really crazy how we're seeing it built and it's it's no surprise that white supremacy is justice system itself yeah yeah and um should be one thing that you kind of like highlighted as well was like the fact that this stuff is like so visible and like one thing that, you know, I, I also wanted to kind of touch on was, you know, the pressure from social media to kind of like, you know, have people like just come out and talk about this, you know, and you see companies uh, just talking about, you know, the whole Black Lives Matter movement and a whole bunch of other things. And, you know, amongst like personal like friend groups and stuff, you know, you had a whole bunch of people like, you know, asking if, you know, you were going to speak up on what was going on and things like that and uh, just things like that. So, um, yeah, let's just, like, go ahead and kind of, like, talk about, you know, that as well. So, for me, on that topic, um, <laughs> it's kind of, I'm not going to lie, it's actually very annoying. I'm sorry. Um, I do understand the situation at hand. I understand the guy died. I understand how, like, you know, like, brutality. I understand, like, the black empowerment. But to the aspect of being forced to, to, to say something, I mean, yes. Um, my thing is that some people have different ways of expressing themselves, right? They have different ways of expressing their, like, their mourning. Like, they have different ways of mourning. There's not one particular right way to mourn. You don't have to do this exact thing to show awareness. What silence to someone might be 
silence to someone might not translate as silence to that actual person. Like that person might be doing doing a lot, right? But not showing it on social media or not like, you know, actually being there on protest. Like there, there's different ways to go about like spreading awareness, right? Like signing petitions, all these different things, but you don't have to like show your face. Your, your face doesn't have to be plastered everywhere to prove a point. You don't have to say everything. You don't have to be everywhere. Like there's different ways to um, spread awareness. You know, there's no one direct way. So when you're being persecuted or when, not even being persecuted, once you're being like told this is what you have to do or why didn't you say anything or just a bunch of people coming at you like at the end of the day who are they to determine how you how you're supposed to like how you're supposed to warn or how you're supposed to um spread or how to live i don't know that's how that's what comes to mind once um mm-hmm. you say that different friend groups being you're being pressured into doing something i don't believe in being pressured into doing something and your heart is not fully there so you're kind of lying to yourself to others even though the situation is at hand and it's a really good like it's uh it's a good method don't get me wrong but it's like being forced that really takes away from it because your heart is you're you you're not there isn't i mean let me not say you're not there but you're like it's not genuine anymore uh the big corporations that uh go around and saying all these things for me i don't know if you guys noticed but most of them i don't okay i don't believe that they're uh genuine as well because it's like some of them is like they're they're pressured into doing it, like they because they see their other fellow companies doing it. Because I don't know if you guys noticed on social media, I saw um, like they will have this like they have this image right, and then they'll basically say we're sorry for this the passing of this person or we understand black. Basically, they'll have the same picture, like it'll be the same picture for every different company. Like I, I like I was I was like, yeah, you guys just copied mm-hmm. and pasted each other, so this is not even genuine anymore. So it's like I don't I don't mm-hmm. like, it's like they're just doing this just just to pass it by. And I do, like, yeah. I, I don't expect, well, actually, I do. Like, I do expect more from them than to at least, like, at least be more genuine with it. Because it's, like, it's the same thing. Like, CVS will post something. And then, I don't know, H&M will post something else. And it'll be the same thing. And I'll be, like, so did you guys just look at each other and then make stuff? I don't know. It's, like, there, there's a lack of, there's a lack of them being genuine. It's, it's like I don't. I think there's a lack of connection from them as well. I think they're just doing it just to do it for say. Because I don't think that they actually care about their black employees. But let me not say that because I don't know. But it's like that's what I see. That's what I'm seeing. It's like okay, cool. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, it makes sense. And like I definitely saw um, uh. Amazon CEO Jeff Bezos and how he kind of like posted um, some emails that he was getting from uh, customers who were, you know, just like basically bad mouthing him for like having Amazon um, post on like everything that was going on. Um, And that kind of like opened my eyes too, because honestly, like, I guess I didn't expect that from, you know, a CEO of a company like Amazon, you know what I mean? So, um, you know, that kind of like opened my eyes, but I think the, I definitely think that, again, it's just, like, a lot of mixed emotions um, within just within a lot of groups that's going on right now. Um, and, yeah, like Chuby said, you know, uh, people are definitely just acting off of pressure, you know what I mean? Like, you know, some some people are genuinely, like, posting because they feel as though this is something that really hits their heart. But I definitely... Can, and I think we all can definitely say that, like, there are people who are just posting just because they know that, you know, this is something that's in the heat of the moment. You know, they don't they don't want to be looked at some sort of way, um, you know, especially when something like this is going on, like, to this degree. So, um, yeah, I definitely, like, understood everything that you said with that, uh, Chuby. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I also I wanted to add... Um, yeah, I don't think that anybody should be forced to do anything. But at the same time, if you know that you don't want to, I guess, protest or something like that, at least, like you said, sign a petition. Like, you can do something like that. You can donate money. Like, whether or not your heart is fully invested in signing a petition, sign the petition. Because it's not, it's for a good cause. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So, um, but, yeah, if you, if you don't want to go out and protest, that's chill. If you don't want to do X, Y, and Z, it's chill, but just make sure that you're doing something. Don't just do nothing. And I think that's that's something that uh that I was I was doing like the first day. I was I, I wasn't about to go protest like at all. I saw all the stuff that was going on, people getting 
sprayed X, <laughs> Y, and Z. I said, nah, I'm not going out here. Like, we have people for that. I said, I'll, I'll, I'll just pray, right? Then I was like, eh, Dave, you got to do something. You got to do something. Works. Well, so Works. I was like, I could, I could give money, right? Yeah. You know, I could give money too, right? But at the same time, yes, sir. obedience is better than sacrifice. So what yeah. God told me to do, I need to go do. I can't just sacrifice my money and be like, I'm good. You know what I'm saying? So yeah. I went out and protested. It was really nice too. Just even if you're, uh, you're not really, I guess, aware of what's really going on, just going to the protest and hearing other people speak will, mm -hmm. will and educate you, actually. Because I know that when I went, people were speaking facts. And I was like, oh, snap. I didn't know this happened. They're, they were bringing up people who uh, were mm -hmm. killed by the police that I didn't even know about and just bringing awareness to many topics. So, yeah, just go out if you have time to the to local protest and just listen to what people have to say. It's going to help you to actually gain more of an interest for this topic because this is something that everybody should be interested in because we're all black and we're all affected by it. So, yeah. Yeah. And kind of going off that, um, let's, you know, kind of get into like some of the things that we've been seeing on um, pretty much the news and everything, uh, specifically like how the police have kind of been switching up uh, during all of this. Um, you'd see reports of policemen um, you know, kneeling with protesters and solidarity of what's going on. And then, you know, maybe like 30 minutes or however much time later, you know, they're shooting people with rubber bullets and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, let's kind of like get into like, you know, what all Bro, that is did about. You, did you guys see that one picture? Um, it's it's mm. kind of trending now of the Democrats. They had on the, um, the traditional scarf on and they were kneeling with their hands up, you know, the black movement um, sign. Y'all see that? Bro, nope. oh my god! Like, <laughs> the thing is, it's so controversial. Like, you have these people in power, you know, these people who literally have the ability to change mm -hmm. the situation at hand, and you know, they go out. Maybe they'll go to the protest and they'll kneel to say that, okay, you know, we're standing. You know, we're here in respect and to honor um, the many black lives that have been lost in um, supremacy, white supremacy, and police brutality. Right? That's great. <clears throat> but then the thing is. You're having them do this, and like you said, the police are not going out and doing the same thing they did the other day, shooting people and par paralyzing people and even killing some people. Um, and then you have these people in power like Democrats and the Canadian prime minister. Um, you know, they're kneeling, their hands out, and um, their fist up in the air. And it's just like people are like, bro, why don't you just, you know, change it instead of, you know, kneeling? Why don't you just go ahead and change it? And I, I, I agree with that because, mm -hmm. I mean, if you have the ability to at least change something, even if it's just in your city, you know, do that. You know, action speaks louder than words. And I mean, mm -hmm. it's, at the same time, it's still good that they're respecting and honoring these lives. Like, that's great, you feel me? Um, but people want to see more than just, you know, showing yourself there. Yeah. 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 No, I agree. Um I even saw that with my uh, at my job, the what, the managing partner for United States. At first, she kind of put out a message, and, and she was like, um, "Yeah, you know, we stand with our African Americans, African Americans at our company, X, Y, and Z." But then, when I read the <laughs> message, I was just like, "Okay, right. so what are you gonna do about it?" That's how that's immediately what I felt immediately, right? Mm -hmm. But then today she came out with a plan. She was like, yeah, this is what we're going to do. We're going to put money into, into this. We're going to do X, Y, and Z. So I like when people actually make plans and back up what they're talking about. And she mentioned the fact that she, know, like, she knows we have clout like as a company, right? Because it's a big company. So they can go out and lobby for change. Um, so that's, that's what we're going to do. We're not going to just sit back. And if they, and if they think they're going to sit back, then the African Americans right. of the company right. put pressure on them right. to not loaf. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> I think we all have a part to play in this. But, um, yeah, like you said, people who have the, op the ability to change something should be changing things. Yeah, that's a good point. Um, yeah, at the end of the day, like, you know, actions do speak louder than words, especially in, you know, uh, what's going on right now. I have a question. Sorry. Uh, a question. So your question was, um, what do you think about uh, these uh, police? And uh, they say one thing and do the other. Um, I believe that there there are good ones. I don't believe that all of them are horrible. I believe the mm. ones that are the ones that were good or are good, they're the ones that were that we saw kneel down. I don't believe that those same people, because it's like there's a there's a there's a lot of them, right? And then you can see some 
doing uh what you call it you see some kneeling down with the protesters or protesting with the protesters i don't know if you saw the um i think it was the one in minneapolis or missouri either one of them uh one of them one of the uh, police officers was marching with the crowd or he said that he came to march mm-hmm. with the crowd i don't believe like that particular person would be the one to like you know turn around and start hitting people or shooting people with rubber bullets um i do believe that some of them are not some of them are genuine some of them aren't and no i mean i do believe that some of them aren't genuine but i mean i don't believe all of them together are just doing it for you know pictures i believe some some of them are actually doing and then also back to the politicians i hope you guys do realize that what is happening is also elections so they want to be elected so of course they're going to do everything in their power to be elected even looking good so them marching them kneeling Mm -hmm. down is is for pictures is for them to look good right so like we have to also keep that in mind they want us to Mm -hmm. elect them so they will do anything by any means possible Uh, yeah that man that was actually a very good point you know and like i think one thing to you know keep in mind especially as believers is like at the end of the day the fruits will show whether or not you know this is something that's genuine or not you know the fruits of you know the police officers all these politicians and people um in a place of status the fruits of what they're doing like you know whether good or bad they will eventually like show in the midst of all this um and like another thing that's just been on my mind is like um the speech that Trump had given before he went to go, you know, take that photo op in front of the, um, I forgot the name of the St. church. St. But John. Yeah, that church in D.C. Yeah, yeah in St. John's. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I had, I had like, a whirlwind of thoughts yeah. just driving through my mind after that joint happened, you know. Listen, man, a lot of that was for show. And I kind of find it, I'm, I'm going to just be real here. Me personally, I kind of find what he did disrespectful. Um, for many reasons, you know, for one, he's classifying and categorizing, um, people, putting them in this, um, word he called thugs. And I mean, I'm not going to speak for anybody, but it's high key clear that he's referring to black people as thugs in this manner. Right. So he's calling black people thugs. And I'm sure a lot of us have seen his previous post just a couple of weeks before that, where he called these same protests, well, not these same protests, but, you know, majorly 90%, 99% white protesters, and he's calling them good people, despite the fact that they came in, you know, National Mall with guns and weapons and, you know, protesting for cuts. <laughs> and then, you know, you have these people fighting for, you know, human life, and he calls them thugs. Like I'm not, I'm not siding for violence, siding for looting. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying any of that. But the fact that out of everything happening, he is silenced. Like if not for people pushing him as president to speak up, he is silenced on the actual matters at hand and literally intentionally focusing on, mm-hmm. you know, distracting issues like oh you're destroying you know your community this and that that and this. Like, why is that what you're focusing on? You feel me? Mm-hmm. The Bible says clean the inside of the cup first. You know, then yeah. you worry about cleaning the outside. You know, worry about the inside first, mm-hmm. and yeah. then everything else will be clean on the outside. But, you know, he's focusing on these certain things, and it's clear enough. Like, it's 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 blatantly obvious that this, this, this man is racist. Like, it's blatant. And it's... So for him to put the Bible up and then say these things in the speech, but then his actions is now literally like, like the Bible says that no wonder the Gentiles blaspheme the name of God. Like, because this man is now like saying, oh, I stand with God and everything. But in your actions are saying something else while you continue to justify oppression. So it's, yeah, that's that. Does that sound familiar? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very familiar. They did that 400 years ago as well. Sure. And guess what? The um the Israelites were, you know, enslaved in Egypt for four hundred years. Yep. And so this this whole concept of slavery, this whole concept of oppression, it's is not new, it's not new at all. all. It's not new. And I wanted to real quick, um, I know Roddy has something to say about this too, but I wanted to share with you guys this one verse. Um, hold on, let me pull it up. It's Exodus chapter one. 
Um, I'm just going to go ahead and read it for you guys. Exodus chapter 1, and it's basically, you know, um, what Pharaoh has said, right? Why would I just put my Bible up? <laughs> but yeah, so it's in verse, um, verse 9. I'm going to read from verse 8. Basically, it says, eventually a new king came to power in Egypt who knew nothing about Joseph or what he had done. He said to his people, look, the people of Israel now outnumber us and are stronger than we are. We must make a plan to keep them from growing even more. If we don't, and if war breaks out, they will join our enemies and fight against us. Then they will escape from the country. So basically what that's saying is that, you know, Pharaoh, you know, basically said that, hey, you know, we have to think of something to um, suppress these people. Otherwise, they will realize who they are and basically, you know, go against us. And that's basically him saying that he's scared of the power and the potential yeah. these people hold. And he's now saying that we have to come up with a way to suppress them. Nah, I just think yeah. it's off for show. I mean, but I think everybody knows that. I'm, I'm really just tired of everything Trump is doing, to be honest with you. From the, uh, I remember when the first, he he, he first tweeted, uh, you know, when the looting starts, the shooting starts, oh uh, quoting segregationists, all this nonsense. It's it's just it's it's really just blowing me. And I, I'm just like, wait, doesn't he have a somebody? That's telling him, bro, you know, you shouldn't, you probably shouldn't say that. <laughs> like, you like there's think. nobody saying, there's you nobody saying it. And it, it just, it just upsets me. But yeah, I'm not surprised by anything Trump does at this point. Like, bro. People always make excuses for what he does, which is what I'm very, Son, very, say it very again. surprised for. Say it again. Very, 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 I don't understand. I really don't understand. There, that, to, to some people, that man has never done anything wrong, which is actually <laughs> shocking. It's crazy. It's crazy. Mm. Like, yeah. Uh, bro, I mean, sometimes true. I try to like you know put myself in their shoes and think like, Me okay, too. let's let's say that he's never done it. Let's like completely forget everything in the past. Let me see this man as a, as a good man. And I'm not even my hold you. Trump is funny, bro. He'd be saying some very funny things. But mm -hmm. I just I just I can't. It's 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 almost like you would have to intentionally blind yourself to the things he does to continue. Literally, like I, bro. Do you guys remember back in um? I think this was. You, everybody knows about the Central Fi Central Park Five case, right? Yeah. Remember what this man said? He basically was like, "These yeah. boys, these are young mm -hmm. boys, barely teenagers, saying that they deserve the death penalty." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come to find out that it wasn't even them; that it was another man. His name was Mateus, something like that. It was another man, yeah. and he didn't even take back what he said. He, he didn't, he didn't apologize. He was like, "I said what I said." So what? And the same man after that, because I was back in like nineteen ninety something still becomes the president of the United States of America. The same man who sexualizes women, who is basically a rapist, a sexual harasser, and he's he's in the seat of presidency. Now, I'm not complaining because we know that God puts people in authority for a reason. And, um, but yeah, bro, it's, it's clear enough that this guy is... Yeah. <laughs> just pray for him, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think, I think that's the main thing, because, like you said, um, <laughs> at the end of the day, you know, God put him in and in power and whether it was to you know wake people up to really see you know something that i don't know if anyone really asked for this but like yeah whether it was to really like open our eyes um yeah man like at the end of the day he is in power and you know we are as as believers and and people in general we're just called to respect him but it's just like there comes a point where like you just have to you know um just call a spade a spade and it's like you know, really looking at the things that, you know, this guy is doing. Um, it's just, it's it's hard, man, because it, it's not even like he's trying to instill peace into the people, you know? It's like, what, I literally watched his mm -hmm. speech live when he was giving it on CNN. Um, and, you know, just, he literally only briefly touched on um, the topic at hand or, you know, the situation at hand being the death of George Floyd. You know, he had just briefly touched over it, said that, you know, it was a tragedy, all this other stuff. And then the whole entirety of his speech was then about all the people who are right. But that's and what they always do, bro. Every, like, every, every time. Think about the, yeah. the Colin Kaepernick situation. They literally said, you know what? <laughs> Actually, um, I don't, I don't care what he's doing for. It's just a struggle to the flag. Like what? <laughs> like, the flag? What weird? The, the flag, like, wait, you know, weird. honestly, I want to talk. To, I wanted to talk to someone and be like, okay, let's say it is disrespectful, but what about this? The you know the systematic oppression of black people. Thank what about you. that? Thank they wouldn't even address it. They, they would just be like, oh, it's so disrespectful to the flag. Like I'm like, bro, what's wrong with you? 
And then I thought, oh my gosh, I really love Ernie Johnson, bro. <laughs> this guy said people are using the flag to blind them, bro, on the actual things that are going on. One more time for and the people in the back, bro. <laughs> and that's mm. what um that's what we saw with Drew Brees. So, you know, it, it just comes full circle. All this stuff is just repetitive, man. Mm. It's it's amazing. It, it's really amazing. <laughs> if, you're, if you're silent, it's a problem. Mm-hmm. He, this guy lost his job in the NFL. It's a problem. Mm-hmm. But if you make noise. It's a problem. You're a thug. You're mm-hmm. a leader. If you make noise, if you say nothing, you're disrespecting the military and mm-hmm. all those who die. Okay, let's say that. But what about the many African Americans who have been disrespected time and time again by people in power? What, what about? Let's talk. Let's talk. You feel me? They don't. They they just stay on the flag. They're like, okay, let's stay on the flag. Okay, is this, is this flag alive? If we, God forbid, hey. but say we burn it, but is it, is it gonna, you know, like what's gonna happen? Can we not just make another one and put it right back? And up? I'm, and it's also funny, bro, because like there are. Um, I talked to my brother is a, is a veteran. I talk and you know he's talked to other veterans. Mm-hmm. Nobody's offended. <laughs> Nobody's offended, bro. It's the civilians that are offended for the people who who should be offended, but they're not. So I'm confused. <laughs> it makes no sense. Oh man, it makes no sense, it's just an excuse, bro. It really is. It really is. But um, real quick though, let me let me ask this question. So, um, what do you, what do you guys think is in store in the future? You know, with everything happening right now. Um, say all of this dies down because people are really making Black Lives Matter into a trend, which I really don't like. But you know, mm-hmm. say when all of this dies down and happens, just like because this also happened with Rodney King, there was a riot in Los Angeles yeah. for 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 weeks, you know, mm-hmm. and it died down. Say once this dies down, are people gonna make a change, or what? What, what do you guys think? Go ahead. I said on to the next person. Oh, man. Honestly, I forbid, but... Mm. I'm telling you, because the thing is that we screamed like this when Trayvon Martin died. Facts. We're back at the same place. I'm telling you, it's systematic. It's built into America. There's no way that... Wait, by God, let me not say there's no way. By God's grace, baby. But there is no, like, as we're going, there's no way that this is, this thing is going to die down. Like, this thing, like, like, police brutality is not going to... Actually, police, okay, police brutality might die down, but racism will still be there. That's what yeah. I'm saying. The whole core of this whole thing is racism. Racism is literally what's fueling, what is driving. Racism is not just going to disappear like that, because it's still, is a mind, it's in the mind, it's in the heart. Literally, it's been brought down through generation. Even people now are still teaching their children. So it's like, it's still going to be there. That's forever going to be there. But the... I... I I can't really say that I, I see a light. At the, like, sorry to be pessimistic, or in this case, I really don't see a light in the midst of this. Like, and I don't see a light at the end of the tunnel on this concerning this situation. Maybe people in power are going to be like, you know, okay, cool, let's let's chill off on this, right? But the the situation, like the like racism, the whole objective, the whole thing is still there. It's still it's still very prominent, and it's still growing. So it's like mm-hmm. that is that's what we need to worry about the police brutality yes that's that's something we need to worry about as well but that can like the government they're 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 under like they're now cutting like doing uh cuts to their to to their weaponry or cuts to the police system right so they don't need all these things or not getting all these guns or all that stuff that's that's good right let's say if they don't have if they don't have guns, they can still come up with a different way to oppress us. I mean, it's like killing is not the only way to oppress black people. They they will find ways, and it's 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 sad because, like I said, it's built in. It's like they're they're actually think like this. Like there's people who really like like you said like you, you um you said that you you can't even believe that people are actually believing that Trump is a good person. Like I mean, not a good person. Like believing that he like there's no. Fault what he's doing. So it's like... Hasn't done anything wrong. Yeah, people yeah. still... People if people can believe that. People are definitely going to still believe racism. They're going to still believe that they're better than other people. That's still going to happen. So yeah, I don't really see a light at the end of the tunnel. But if we're knowing the Christian answer, yes, by God's grace, there will be a light at the end of the tunnel. Like, yeah, by prayer, it will happen. I mean, but yeah, like I said, anything is possible. Maybe, maybe by God's grace. But as of what we're looking at now, as of the situation at hand, I don't see it anytime. Yeah, naturally, I'm pretty idealistic. So, and I'm optimistic. So, I do, I do think that um, we're going in the right direction. I don't know if, if racism will end anytime in my lifetime <laughs> or ever. But I do think that we're that with all the all the awareness that is being brought to white people. And people who actually have the ability to, to make changes, 
I think that this is a good a good step, and um, hopefully we'll continue to, to see change, even if it's slowly. I think that in maybe five years we'll be better than where we were today. Definitely, I can see that. Mm. Yeah. I also have another question. Um, I keep on thinking about this question because I mean I know my answer, but I mean I just want to know, like, hear other people, even considering this whole situation. Uh, do you guys hate the oppressor? Or do you guys hate the act of the oppression? Hold on, hold on, hold hold on to that question real quick. Hold on, like like that's a great question, bro. Hold on, like yeah, hold on to that. Um, I do you have anything to say on the question that I asked? Yeah, I mean, I think, I think so. I can't, I can't really give a time frame as to when I see all of this kind of, you know, subsiding and resolving itself and everything. But what I can say from what I'm seeing is that I'm seeing I'm seeing a lot of different things and in a good way. You know, I'm seeing all the protests going on and everything. And one thing that, you know, kind of sticks out, uh, you look at, I guess, the demographic of a good portion of the people who are at these protests, you know, and it's actually like people of Caucasian descent. Uh, not to say that, like, I'm surprised or anything, but I'm I'm just like... I'm like, wow, like, this is actually good, you know what I mean? Because this is, like, you know, uh, just people, you know, coming to um, stand for Mm -hmm. justice for another group of people, you know? And just kind of relating it back to the word, you know, the Bible tells us that we're supposed to sympathize with each other, that we're supposed to love each other as brothers and sisters, you know, be tenderhearted and keep a humble attitude. And it's like seeing all the stuff that people are doing, you know, to, like, rally together, um, in the midst of all of this, like, I don't know, it's just, it's a beautiful thing to me. And, yeah. you know, it, it definitely fills me with hope, you know, it definitely makes me yeah. think that God is working, you know, uh, in the midst of all of this. And I mean, though we're in, you know, the heart of the storm right now, like we don't know what's to come. You know what I mean? Like we really don't know what's to come. Like at the end of the day, you know, we look back at, you know, like the Israelites and yeah, though, you know, it took them 40 years to reach the promised land. Like, they still reached the promised land at the end of the day. So we don't know how long it's really going to take, you know what I mean? But I think that we just continue to walk in strides of love uh, for our fellow neighbors. Like, I think that that's definitely going to slowly but surely, like, uh, spur major changes. Yeah, yeah um, bro. Honestly, um, you really hit it. That's that's good. Um, yeah, I, I, I completely agree with everything that you guys are saying. Um, really, the real thing though is that we can go on and on about this, but the real matter is, it all ties down to love. That's 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 the thing about everything. It all goes back to love, and the Bible says that pretty much until, um, until we learn to love one another, until we have not just love because the world's idea of love is this false, but until we have the love of Christ in our hearts, there will continue to be anger, to be hate. You know, the Bible says that um, the desires of the sinful nature are these things, you know, anger. You know, it just lists everything, anger, hate. And racism is a part of that because racism stems from anger. It stems from unforgiveness, bitterness. Um, the list goes on, man. That's just, we just call it racism. Um, but, yeah, so until there's love in the hearts of man, there will always be an issue. You know, you could, t- you know, you could put fines, you could put punishments, consequences. But until then, there's always going to be corruptness. And that's just the world that we live in, you know. But, of course, you know, being practical, we can, you know, implement certain things to reduce it, you know, to limit it or to, you know, hinder people from um, acting on these mindsets. But it all stems back to the heart. And that's that's the root of it all that, that needs to be addressed. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, that's why it's just really important that at the end of the day, we as a people need Christ. We need love. Um, a friend told me this. She 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 asked me this question. She said, "Do you think that um, once all of this dies down, say people do do what the protesters are requesting that be done? Do you think black people are just all of a sudden going to forgive, you know, white people for what they did, you know?" And that's a great point because honestly, I don't believe that. You know, I know a lot of people who just already have. Even if white people were to beg on their knees, like, "Hey, we're sorry," you know, they they they're still going to have the idea or that um unforgiveness towards towards them you know just that bitterness and it's it's a cycle so you can't fight hate with hate you feel me and there really needs to be love in the heart Mm. of man and that's that's really all i have to say on that
I mean, nobody likes to be oppressed. I feel like that kind of goes back to the question, does God hate the sinner or the sin? And, you know, God God yeah. hates the sin, not the sinner. He loves everybody. And the Bible says that he is called all to yeah. um to a new life, you know. All people, you know, he the, the what's it called? Salvation was given to all people. Um, he wishes above all else that we may all um, take part in his glory and prosper. Um, so, yeah, that goes back to your question. So it's not even about the oppressor. Um, we as Christians were called to forgive. So say we were to be hurt a thousand times by the same man. You know, that's the hard part of it. We have to forgive him. But, of course, yeah, um, hate is a strong word. But, yes, you know, of course we hate being oppressed. So um, does, that, does, that, does that answer it? Yes and no. I mean, like, I mean, yes, but that's like the, um, yes, that, that does answer the question in some, some areas. It was like, I'm just looking through and I do understand it's the heat of the moment, but it's like, we hate them. Like, we hate, hate them. Like, how Satan hates us. You mean, you mean as a black person or as, as people, like, a black person? Are we like supposed to? Okay, hate as them black now? people, like, like, hate, hate, hate who? Hate the white people. Racism is not or... even just from white people, bro. Like you know where with Latasha Holmes, bro. Like, no, no. Yeah. What saying, but it's like us. Hating yeah, yeah, I know what like, you mean. Like you know, it being instilled within uh, well, not even within us, but it's like just mm-hmm. our emotions and how we feel towards what they're doing to determine if determine if we hate that person okay. or not. Like, are we? Are we supposed to hate them? Like, like how? Like, let me not say, are we supposed to hate them? But it's like, do we hate them, or do we just hate what, what they're doing? You basically gave me an answer that's like, you know, what we're supposed okay. to do, what we're supposed to do. But practicalize it. Are we like, how do you, like, where, where's the, where's the, like, where's the line in a sense? Like, are we how, how do you forget okay. them? Well, not really, how do you forget them, but. Like you know, yeah, bro, I know a lot of black people who hate white people, bro. Yeah, that, yeah, bro. <laughs> like if you're, if you're generalizing it, I can't speak for every black person, but yes, a lot of black people hate white people, even if they don't know the person, they just see them and instantly think like, oh man, like you know, just have that mindset towards white people. Yeah, bro. Yeah, if that's what you're asking. Yeah, I think like me personally, I just I can't I can't bring myself to a point where I say I hate you know any person. You know, like, that's just me. I can't bring myself to a point where I say I hate anyone because, like, literally, that's not, you know, it's not love. That's not of the teachings of Christ. So it's just like, you know, I can never bring myself to a place of hate. Now, what I can do is kind of um, kind of just pray that, you know, the heart of man really just be changed and renewed. Because, I mean, at the end of the day, bro, like, it's just like I was saying earlier, like it's just spiritual warfare. Like there's a spirit behind this thing that we call hate, you know, like I don't think that anyone can literally just wake up one day out of bed and say, oh, yeah, I'm going to go ahead and hate, you know, black people. Like, no, this is something that is literally like instilled into people, you know, instilled into children from like young ages, you know, from generations to generations. You know, and who like who actually knows how this stuff started, you know what I mean? Um, and it all starts from pride and there's a spirit behind that as well. So it's just like, you know, I, I cannot bring myself to hate the person because at the end of the day, it's not them, you know, it's the spirit that's within them that's causing them to, you know, say the things they say, act the way they act. Um so yeah, I just yeah, I really cannot bring myself to say that I would hate, I guess, the oppressor. Uh Instead, I would just pretty much just, uh, yeah, just just pray that the heart of man really just be changed, bro. Like, you know, there's not too much else I can really do uh, besides uh, that. Uh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, okay. No, I was just going to say, yeah, I agree with Io. Like, I, I can't bring myself to hate someone just because, like, they're, they, they did something. Especially because um, if you think about this situation that we're in right now, right, where it's white people or anybody that's racist in general, right? Um, what we don't like about them is that they're racist. We don't like that simple fact, right? So remove that from them. <laughs> they're cool. At yeah. the end of the day, we're cool with them, right? So if that is the problem, then I hate racism, and I hate the fact that they're racist. But I know I don't hate that person. 
could take away that from that person, then I, there's nothing to hate. So I feel like our position, not even just as Christians, but just as human beings, should be to hate the act of racism. Anybody who's any, any the anybody who supports racism, we should hate the fact that they support racism. We should hate everything that has to do with them that makes racism shine. But in terms of the actual human being, I cannot hate that person. Because I know for one thing, one thing is sure that if that person says, you know what, I want to come to Christ, I'm not going to be like, nah, I hate you. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to go and help that person come to Christ. Yeah, exactly. Just because, just to, just because I want them to experience yes. Jesus, right? And then, and that happens, all that racism stuff that they yes. have will die too. So, thank you. I, that's the point, man. We hate, we hate mm-hmm. racism. We don't hate racist people. We hate racism. Preach. <laughs> yeah, wow, that was crazy. That's, that's good, good, bro. That's so good. I think, like, at the end of the day, um, we've, we've kind of just highlighted it all together. Um, it's really just a heart issue behind all the things that are going on uh, within our country. And, you know, of course, we're going to pray. We're going to intercede that, you know, all this stuff, like, comes to an end. Um, or at least gets better, you know. Let's start there. But, you know, the activism and things like that, you know, that also comes into play as well. Because, you know, the Bible says that faith without works is dead. So it's like there's still a part that we still have to play in all of this, um, especially as believers, you know. Um, Yes, keep on praying, keep on interceding. But also, you know, make sure you're donating, going to protests, Mm -hmm. signing petitions, doing whatever um, to rally with your brothers and sisters. Yo, is COVID Um, still going on? (laughs) What's happening? Yeah, <laughs> it's like I forgot about that, man. Nah, I Let's mean, not talk about it's that. not even like I'm not saying it as a joke <laughs> or like a laughing matter because you know we know people who yeah, die from that, but like it's like <laughs> we forgot all about it, and we're not even seeing like any spikes yeah. in the um, the death toll. But hey, man, what's his name? Don Lemon pretty much said we're fighting two two viruses. Okay, and mm-hmm. yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's low key true. Mm-hmm. It's low key true. But um, yeah, y'all. So you know, we're really just um, we're really just praying that all this stuff, um, all the stuff that's going on with the protests and things like that. Um, we really pray that this joint really just sparks change within our nation. Because um, this is definitely, you know, a time that will definitely go down the history books. And we're just praying yeah. that this history will yeah. be rewritten for good. Um, so, man, uh, that's, you know, that's the episode. Uh, really hope you all enjoy. Um, if you haven't, go ahead and let your peoples know about yes, the podcast. Subscribe. Tell your mom, dad, dog, whoever. And, um, <laughs> yeah. No, I said it. I said it. But, um yeah, man. Um, you know, Amen. everything is going to be all right. Amen. You know, I'm definitely a firm believer in that. Let's all just keep on uh, walking this walk and, you know, Amen. continue to walk in love. Oh, I want to read Proverbs 23, 18. It's a quick, quick verse. It says, for, for surely there is a hereafter oh, yeah. and your hope will not be cut off. Amen. Surely. Proverbs 23, 18. You said. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So what does that mean? In this case, in general, right, um, all the problems that we have, there's hereafter. There's there, there's this Christ. There's Christ again, right? The world, there's that. So don't forget that. Don't stay focused on what you see in front of you, right? Keep your eyes on Christ. That's what it, that's what it says Moses did, right? It's what it says Abraham did. So and just I keep your mind on says, that. It says there is surely a hope. Yeah. No, there is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. I like that. Amen. 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 That's Amen. good. That's a word. That's, good. that's a word. So whether that's, that's Christ or just um, racism ending or whatever, just keep on trusting and keep on doing what you have to do so that when that's that day man. comes, you're prepared. Yeah. Amen to that. Amen to that. Um, so yeah, y'all. Uh, thank you guys for listening uh definitely stay tuned for more episodes um and yeah we really hope that you all continue to stay safe during this time and um you know everything is going to be all right by god's grace um so yeah take care and stay blessed Oh, that's how you do it. All right. <laughs> <laughs> you know the vibes. All right, man. Thank y'all.
Alright, y'all. Yeah. Y'all didn't know these guys are, are funny guys. Yeah. Alright.